The market doesn't joke around, so why would you? Get serious. Choose Tasty Trade. Tasty Trade gives you the tools you need to make smarter moves. Dig into data with advanced charting, track profit accurately with order chain trackers, see risk clearly with curve analysis, and trade with low-capped commissions, stocks, options, futures, and more. All on one platform. No wonder serious traders choose Tasty Trade. Join the club, genius. Tasty Trading is a registered broker-dealer and member of FINRA and SIPC. TikTok, it feels like it's just one of a smattering of headlines on this theme this morning, and that is the U.S.-China decoupling. It's in chips. It's in TikTok. It's in Apple supply chain, that building AI battle. So let's get into one of them. You guys mentioned TikTok. Um, The latest, we've been talking about this so much, but there's another attempt to ban TikTok here in the United States. And this attempt may actually gain more traction than the previous ones we've seen. It's a bill being introduced by Republican lawmaker, um, and it is expected to advance in Congress, and it could amount to the best chance so far that we've seen of having a broader ban. What's different this time? Well, we laid out for you right here. The bill could effectively leapfrog some of the other proposals because of who is pushing it through. It also targets the rules, they're called the Berman rules, that TikTok has previously leaned on successfully. And this is broader than government devices. By the way, guys, I'm not sure if you saw it, but Canada also moving to ban TikTok on government devices. The question, though, for a lot of investors is, do we see a nationwide ban? That would, of course, have implications for the other social media companies, which we know TikTok has been eating their lunch. So this is all on the table, guys, in terms of TikTok, and it plays into this broader theme of the escalation of tensions between the U.S. and China that we're seeing in so many other places. I just wonder, Deirdre, if they ban TikTok, if that is popular. I know, I know the politicians on both sides want to go after China, and they're worried about China having our data and propaganda and all of that. But there are so many users of TikTok, especially <laughs> young ones, that would be pissed. <laughs> Absolutely. So it's very popular with lawmakers. This is a truly bipartisan issue, very much less so on the consumption side, especially among the younger demographics. We know that um, the younger demographics, they love to use this app. But at the same time, as we've talked about so, so often, Facebook is building up its Reels product. It's using AI. It's having more success. So if you ban TikTok, do users simply use a VPN like they do in China to get around a firewall, or do they move to reels? Because that's the easiest thing to do. It also raises the question, guys, of what happens to the American money that is in ByteDance, the, Amer- the Chinese company that owns TikTok? You've got Sequoia China. You've got GGV. You've got KOTU. Um, you've got Tiger Global all putting money into ByteDance. What do they want if it becomes banned? Do they want it to spin off? Would the Chinese government allow that? These are questions. Um, that we'll be facing in the next few days, particularly if this bill tonight gets passed. Yeah, I mean, we've already got this sort of piecemeal government uh, device thing going on in Canada, U.S., now Europe today. Right, Right, but it's for government devices. It doesn't affect the kids who use the TikTok. Although someone will come (laughs) in to fill that space, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Meta and Snap have have jumped on, on word of this type of thing. The new electricity, the new oil, the list goes on and on. AI is the new blockchain, the Web3 metaverse. Ask anyone here in the Bay Area, though, but they will tell you that this is the real deal and it's already being deployed with real results. But like those other less proven technologies, companies, they're racing to get on the bandwagon and investors, well, they got to sort through what is real and what is just talk 
or flex tape, if you will. No shortage of AI headlines today, so let's run through them. Meta's the big one. Mark Zuckerberg last night saying that he's establishing a top-level group dedicated to AI, quote, in the short term, we'll focus on building creative and expressive tools. Over the long term, we'll focus on developing AI personas that can help people in a variety of ways. So maybe some hype here, some jumping on the bandwagon, but you can find a real story in the Financial Times today. Meta's AI-based advertising tool, Advantage Plus, significantly boosting campaigns already. Here's one example. Agency iProspect says, quote, it's been very lucrative for us and we've been ramping up for every $1 spent on a website ad campaign through Advantage Plus. Clients were generating $7 in returns. And that is nearly as high as before Apple's privacy changes. And that is key because going back to those pre-Apple privacy days, that is when life was a lot easier for advertisers. So the Silicon Valley joke is that Evan Spiegel is Facebook's best product developer because Meta routinely rolls out copycat features from Snapchat. Well, Snap announced its own AI integration just a few hours before Zuckerberg did yesterday. My AI is their own chatbot within its subscription service, Snapchat Plus. Evan Spiegel here, quote, the big idea is that in addition to talking to our friends and family every day, we're going to talk to AI every day, which, uh, Kelly, it's a bit of a scary thought there, I'll admit. There's just one more thing I want to mention, though. Zoom, stock that is down 86% since its pandemic high, mentioned AI four times in its conference call last night. Here is the CFO on Squawk Box. We are absolutely making investments. One of the most recent acquisitions we did was Solvi, which brought us and accelerated our development into the conversational AI as part of our contact center. And why not? It distracts from the growth issue, and there is undoubtedly a potentially huge opportunity here. We talked yesterday about Bernstein sizing the eye-popping revenue opportunity for NVIDIA. Today, it's Bank of America. They named Microsoft, Google, Meta, Apple, their top AI picks, yep. Kelly. The, in the war. That's why they use the data is the bullets analogy. Deirdre, the, okay, did you see what Sam Lesson said about the, uh, the SNAP announcement yesterday? So, again, so, so the people are aware here, they're basically saying, on Snap, you can kind of interact with AI. And listen, I wish Bing still had Sydney because the new Bing without her is just totally boring and not that <laughs> yeah. useful. But anyway, I finally scary, get I finally get access to it. It's not even that great anymore. Um, <laughs> but Sam's point was we should have AI <laughs> be commenting on everybody's social media posts to tell us how wonderful <laughs> we are and uh, how brilliant our content is. And then, wow, wouldn't that boost engagement and make us all feel great? And uh, I, I can't decide if that idea is just you know, <laughs> nihilistic or, or brilliant? It depends, though, right? If you ask it to criticize social media posts, which actually I did see one account do, saying what are some of the most annoying things that people say on their Instagram captions? And it was pretty damning because <laughs> I guarantee you, Kelly, you've seen them all before. But that's the point of this is that once it starts rolling and the ball has certainly started rolling, it picks up steam. I mean, the rate at which these AI chatbots are processing data is just incredible. And that's sort of the risks of it, too. I mean, a few weeks ago, remember, we spoke to Steve Ballmer, and he said he's not scared at all. But can you imagine right. this thing in the hands of Chinese developers? By the way, Baidu going to announce its own AI chatbot later this month or unveil it. Ernie. Ernie, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are, are they going to have the same restrictions? Who's going to be the Cindy in that picture? Is Ernie going to be There's good or no bad? There's no way. I, I'd be amazed if they even get, you know go down that path at all. I, I know we got to let you go, Deirdre, but me, myself, and AI is a brilliant banner. So I just had to... Uh, we. Credit Wall Street, B of A for that. But yeah, we took it. It's good. <laughs> it's really good. Good to see you, Deirdre. Thank you, Deirdre Bosa. 
Dogs are an important part of our lives, and keeping them protected is a top priority, especially against nasty parasites. That's why you gotta check out NextGuard Plus, a Foxaloner, Moxidectin, and Pyrantal chewable tablets. NextGuard Plus chews provide one and done monthly protection that kills fleas and ticks, prevents heartworm disease. Plus, it treats and controls roundworms and hookworms. That's a whole lot of protection packed into a delicious beef flavored, soft chew designed to make monthly dosing easy and enjoyable. So the next time you're at the vet, ask about NextGuard Plus chews. They're the one and done monthly parasite protection you want for your dog. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Dogs should be tested for existing heartworm infection prior to starting a preventive.